Hey, happy uh, Diamond Download Day, bro. Happy Diamond Download Day. How are you? Dude, every Diamond Download Day is a good day for me, you know? Oh, yeah. Ditto. I second that. Mm-hmm. How was your birthday, bro? It was great. It was great. Uh, I was in Palm Springs, as I think I mentioned in the last episode. Uh, went out there for, I don't know, four or five days, and it was great. Golfed a bunch, spent a ton of times with family. It was awesome. We had a really good time. Went to the park with my daughter in the morning. Had a bunch of people over uh, in the afternoon, and for dinner, we played a bunch of games. So it was sick. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Um, I had sushi for Thanksgiving. um black friday itself was great we had a a great weekend business-wise great weekend six-figure weekend not bad how how was uh you know what let's just get into it bro so black friday everyone's posting about it i love black friday on twitter because uh it's just everything's just buzzing everyone's talking about how great things are how terrible things are um i'm curious if you had there were any like really solid Black Friday products that you saw or ads um, for, for Black Friday that, that like maybe piqued your interest? And also, I'm curious what you bought and how much you spent. Yeah, I only bought two things. Uh, I'm going to start there. I bought one. Taylor Swift tickets. Was that? Taylor Swift tickets. Taylor Swift tickets on sale. No. Really? No, no, uh, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Definitely did not buy Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> I bought, uh, how do you see this brand called Create? It's like create wellness. It's like a creatine gummy. Mm-mm, no. Uh, so there's there's like this gummy on the internet. This guy shares all his numbers and stuff, but it's called create. I bought some of that. wanted to try some creatine and working out a bunch and wanted to see um, how it works or not. So I bought that. I can't remember. It was like maybe 30% off or something. And he, and he dropped a blue raspberry or something flavor. So uh, I kind of got excited to try it. So I, I bought that. And then um, we just go through an ungodly amount of protein bars in my household between my daughter, my wife, and I. Like, I don't know what or why, but we love, like, this company called Go Macro. And they had a 40% off sale, so I must have bought probably 100 protein bars. Wait, Shay's eating protein bars? Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get canceled or something's going to happen, but she loves protein bars. I think your your daughter's going to be the most jacked three-year-old girl I've ever seen in in this entire planet bro yeah so we buy like these um regular size ones for my wife and i we buy like the same bars but in minis because she always wants ours so we mm-hmm. give her like a mini bar it's got i don't know five or ten grams of protein uh, it's essentially like a snacker instead of her eating like candy or chocolate or something she gets a protein bar um i don't know if they're good for you i don't know if they're bad for you most of them are just candy bars essentially but um it was like 40 percent off and we spend probably hundreds of dollars a month on these bars alone so or like 100 bars. Good, good, good snag, man. Yeah, what about you? Um, yo, I didn't buy it. Actually, wait, hold up. <laughs> I did buy some stuff on Black Friday. It was mostly shopping, not for me. What I did buy for me was a bunch of cold email scripts from Daniel Fazio from Clinic. <laughs> um, he said there was like it was like cold email scripts for outreach and agencies and to e-commerce brands and to this and this and this. Each one was like 25 bucks, and you can like on the checkout page choose which one you want. Um, and so I just picked all of them. <laughs> And why'd so, you buy them? I'm curious. Why'd you buy them? Um, I don't really know that much about cold email, to be totally honest. And I feel like I should. I feel like it's just something I should know more about. I have cold email mastery. Um, I'm pretty sure I bought it because you were like an affiliate for it. I don't think I used your link. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. but I, think I, I think I saw it from you. And then months later, after you stopped affiliating, 
Um, I saw it again and I was like, oh, Chase talked about this. And it was like 85 bucks at the time. Now it's like a grand. Just a snag, bro. Um, and, um, and so I, I also want to do cold email for like the copy MBA lead gen. Like I want to start like using cold email to get leads for our students. We've just, been, we've just been using social. So I wanted to like basically just swipe those scripts <laughs> and see if they work because they might. Um, no brainer. I did that. And then um, for little miss over here, Mrs. Dewar, Mrs. Cardinal, um, <laughs> we got a couple uh, pairs of earrings and then we went to Sephora and then we went to this dress shop called Intermix. Nice. And what else did we go? Oh, uh, Victoria's Secret or something like that. But did solid under 10 grand is what I spent. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Nice. And it sounds like stupid. I haven't been to the mall and I haven't shopped in person in probably five years. I kid you not. Like I literally live online. Are the yeah. deals the exact same in stores that they are online? Are they better? Are they worse? Like, what is the in-store experience like? I mean, listen, Chase, for us, every day is Black Friday. <laughs> every day is Black Friday. And so I honestly don't know what the deals were. I don't know really what I spent. Um, I know that Sephora had something going on at this this little dress shop called Intermix. It's not like a dress shop. It's like, I don't know. It's just women clothes. Okay. Um, Bro, I felt like I robbed them. Like, I actually thought I forgot they forgot to bring something up because I was like, wait, this should be way more than one, which is like real Black Friday, bro. I was going to say that. I was going to say, like, I saw this TikTok about how, like, oh, by the way, for myself, I did get this. This is an AP. Nice. That. Clean. that was my whole Black Friday purchase. It's got an open case back. You've Looks been, insane. You've been eyeing it or it just was an impulse? Um, I just wanted an AP and all my friends had one. So I was like, I guess I'll get one too. <laughs> So how many watches do you have now? Is that your fourth or your fifth? I actually got rid of the blue Prezi. I don't know if you saw that one. I kind of didn't like it. Um, so I got I traded one in. So I only paid like 20 grand for this. So so how many do you have now? And you have three? Six. You six? Got this one, gold Prezi, platinum Prezi, Datejust, the chocolate one, my first one that I got last year. And then John Mayer, and then the sub, and then this. That's, That's crazy. I remember you know, years back when my friends and I were excited that we bought like Nixon watches, right? Like it just, it's just so crazy. Like I, I've never bought like a nice watch, but I remember we, back in the day we were like so stoked. Oh man, we just bought this hundred dollar watch. So that, that's cool. You got six really nice ones. I, I still remember saying that if copy and is a million a month and I'll buy you a Rolex. So not quite, but one day, man, maybe. Yeah. 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 Sounds um, great. But, uh, yeah. Wait, what was the other thing? You want to talk about? Oh, oh, oh. yeah. There was a talk, a TikTok that I saw about how, like, back, a, like a, a decade ago, remember how you used to see on the news all the time, like some ninety year old lady gets trampled at Walmart because someone was like fighting over a TV or something like that. Yeah. About how like the deals just used to be better. Like, like the reason old ladies are getting trampled for TVs was because they were eighty percent off, bro. Not justifying trampling old ladies, and I would never do such a thing. But I'm just saying. 80% off used to be the standard. I haven't seen 80% off in a while. I think I was actually going to say, I think a lot of D2C brands are being a little bit, uh, a little bit. Um, They're holding back. The discounts that they could be. You know what I mean, like, I don't think 20% off is a Black Friday deal. I think Black, I think Black Friday warrants more than that. I think 20% off is like a, it's like a Labor Day sale. Yeah. Especially uh, when most brands are running 10, 15, 20% off year round. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I should, it should be 50% off. Sorry, 40% off is the floor. If I had a, if I had an econ brand, I would be slinging 50% off, 60% off, 75% off. So Nucci does it right. 
Because I know Cernucci stuff. I mean, it's good. If it's good quality and the packaging is great. And I love Fred, but Cernucci, like, I know they're getting those chains for 80 cents. You know what I mean? And so they can get away with doing 98% off because like, they're still going to make a hundred bucks AOV. <laughs> like people are just going to buy stuff. So they can do that because their margins are like almost a hundred percent. Brand should from the get go, not like last minute before Black Friday, but do you think brand should price higher than they actually want, knowing that they're going to do discounts majority of the year? Like should a $50 watch or $50, whatever product, should it really be seventy-five or hundred dollars from the start, knowing that it's going to eventually be fifty bucks? What do you think? I mean, here's the thing: I think that if I were to do an econ brand, it would be some sort of premium thing anyway. Like, I wouldn't want to do some like, 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 let's say, like food and bev, right? That's a tough industry or vertical because it's like it's it's so commoditized. So, like, you can't sell hundred-dollar bottles of you know, kombucha or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be like somewhere where the market is, but like Kill Crew, for example, or no, because I, okay, sure. Let's use Kill Crew. Their stuff is pretty expensive and they never discount. And so when they do, it's a big deal. And so I think Kill Crew did like 25% off from Black Friday. But it felt and, like 50 probably, right? Yeah, um, because they never do discounts. Um, so I don't know. I think, I think, yeah, that's what I would do. But I, brands in general, should you like price your stuff higher? I mean, it might just mean that you're just like a like a discount brand. I don't think really people want that if you're just discounting all the time. For sure. You know, you'll yeah, do it. Sure. Like Mixed Tiles, bro. Mixed Tiles, great brand. Um, they crush. And they do discounts every seven hours. <laughs> like there's a new discount. Like, dude, I'm on their email list still. And I get a couple emails a day of just like, all right, this one's expiring. Oh, but we just launched this new thing. Oh, and here's how you get like, you know, 10 tiles for $2. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's how do you guys even do this? But I mean, they make more money than we do. So we should yeah, share. With them, it's crazy that like the frequency and the number of discounts and just everything about their game plan, like it's so counterintuitive. Like they literally sell one product, right? And it's like, you either going to have customization on their product or you're not like going to order it. So it's kind of crazy that they can and do send so many emails and make so much money with like a one skew thing, kind of more or less. So I guess they've all they have like sister companies and whatnot now. But should we move to uh, tips for kind of post BFCM? Yeah. Last thing I want to say because there's just so much here. I just love talking about Black Friday because we will go to that in one sec. But I just I think it's kind of cool. Like, dude, when I was in D2C, it was 2020, 2021, right? That was when I was like in D2C. Now it seems like there's so many other ways to like sell DC. Like I, I had a buddy who was on, he's like, he had a brand that was kind of big on TikTok. He was on TikTok live from like 9am to 9pm on yeah. Black Friday, just selling. I don't even know what it was, but he had some product on TikTok live all day long, all day long. I think there was a bunch of people that did that, like founder brand people where it's like, they have some product that just like is really easy to buy, just selling it. And then like they so put ways to do it. Like there's like you can if you incentivize people to like your thing, you get a lot of like new people. Like you get a lot of new viewers. And so like you can get up to like 500, a thousand viewers and just like be like, oh yeah, next time when we hit 10,000 likes, I'll I'll give away another thing for free. I'll just pick someone random. Um, and like you can just do that. Like you can just get like a bunch of people on there and just sell live, which is kind of sick. It's like a webinar almost. A live webinar that people don't register. That's sick. By the way, on, on that note, um, it's random, but I've like been able to like two to three X my Instagram story views lately through like uh, one of the things you said. So basically what I do is I now let my Instagram story reset. So essentially, right, like a story lives for 24 hours. 
as soon as it's been past that 24 hour period and the story goes away, I'll then post a new one. So I only do one story at a time now and I let it reset. And then when it resets, every time I'll have some kind of, I don't know if it's an emoji or reaction or whatever, that's like nestled in. So a lot of times I've been doing like the thumbs up or like the praying hands. And I've been trying to ask people to to engage with it. And I've noticed that by A, letting the story reset, B, asking people and getting people to engage with it, dude and then see like not posting necessarily like feed posts just posting like net new content that's not like a reshare of the feed bro i've been able to go from like i don't know 600 to 800 story views per post to 1500 2000 views a post which i only have like 20 something thousand people on there so i went from i don't know one percent of people maybe two percent of people seeing it so now i'm getting closer to like five seven ten percent i didn't do the math this was impromptu but that was like one thing that was crazy. So you're talking about like getting likes on TikTok and that just boosting it. That reminded me on this thing on Instagram, like I'm putting up some numbers and I just figured this out like a week or two ago. I'm stoked on it. That's sick. I love that. I'm going to try oh, yeah. that. Oh, you, yeah. yeah. Anytime that you like, dude, that's the thing. Anytime someone drops a new feature, use it. Yes. My part was exactly. white. Um, all right. Awesome. That, that was good. Let's let's go over a couple of email tips for post BFCM. Chase, I know you hate talking about email marketing now. You've been doing it for five years straight, probably more. Um, but listen, people need to know what's up, man. People have burnt lists. You know, people have lists of we used to be a hundred thousand people and they got ninety-eight thousand unsubscribes because they were sending <laughs> AM PM double resend, <laughs> like 50% off last chance, 10 seconds left emails. So it's been extended. Day later, yeah. oh, and we just extended it for another 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I put together a list of like nine of these. I'll kind of just go through you got nine for me. Yeah, I got nine. I'll just go through a few, but um, and then I'll let you kind of share a few. But I think number one, first and foremost, is you have to thank your customers, you have to express gratitude, and really it's just a simple thank you. So a simple thank you is gonna strengthen that relationship. And if you can show personalization uh, when possible to show like the genuine gratitude, even better, right? So, you know, plain text, email, maybe thanking them for the specific item they got from the founder or the community manager. That's an easy, easy W, right? Uh, number two, uh, feedback and surveys. So you want feedback, you want surveys. So ask them their thoughts once they've received their product on their experience. You know, use these surveys to prepare for, you know, the next year, but also prepare for you know, next BFCM, right? So get as much insights and feedback as possible now while people are stoked on their purchases. And with that and related to that is review requests. So not only do you want feedback that's going to be for internal, you also want external reviews. So try to encourage product reviews and write like this obviously does wonders. You probably have a ton of sales. This will help increase the credibility. You got a ton of kind of new UGC. And then... A couple other quick ones is like maybe offer in Q1, like exclusive offers for people that repeat purchase. So maybe someone has bought, you know, multiple Black Fridays or they bought, you know, at some point in 2023, and then they bought your BFCM. Offer them incentives kind of throughout the rest of the year that maybe others aren't getting just to create that loyalty and get that repeat buys. And then I got a bunch more, but I'll let you kind of jump in. I got seven or five or six more. I don't know how many I just did, but got a few more after. I got I got nothing, Chase. You got nine. I'm gonna kick my feet up and keep going. I I was okay. gonna ask you though, what are some good ways to incentivize people to give you, you know, the time of day to take a survey or leave a review? What do you like to do as a marketer to get people in that giving spirit? 
Yeah, it's interesting. I I was wearing DoorDash shoulder last night, and I noticed that I got um I don't know if it was classic Chase Diamonds. Yeah. Stand- if you were to look at your screen time, it'd be like eight hours a day and four of those hours a day. DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. More time DoorDash. It was interesting. Like, they wanted photos and reviews of like specific items that we were buying. I, I never noticed this before, but they were offering like $3 off um, or $3 back. I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it was credits or back um, for each item that you took a picture of and left a, a review on. So, you know, we ordered, I don't know, five items last night. They are offering up to $15 back if you took photos and like a quick five-star, four-star review in like one sentence. I didn't end up doing it. I kind of forgot about it all right now. But I, I got to imagine like, you know, on something like that, a lot of people are probably going to do that to get cash back or dollars back on meal spent. Almost so they'd get like a free meal type of a thing. So I think offering some kind of incentive or some kind of reward for their time. Um, I, I like giving store credit. So it's like, hey, we'll give you... I don't know, 10, 25, $50 on your next purchase over X amount. That way you're incentivizing the repeat buy and they're getting a discount on spending money with you again. So that's how I would do it, right? So maybe, you know, we'll give you $10 off your next purchase of $50 or more or something. Maybe something a little bit more substantial, but kind of in that frame. Okay. So just giving away money. Yeah. Giving away money that they then have to spend, um, right? It's like the whole rebate thing. Like when you buy phones, you buy all these things. You get really excited that you can get money back. Most people are lazy, right? They're never going to redeem it. And if they do, it's okay, right? You still made a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. And then the number five, showcase your best sellers or missed deals. So I think you're going to want to highlight popular items or deals customers might have missed. And this can kind of prompt interest in products that were overlooked during BFCM. So not the, maybe necessarily the same offer, but showcasing what went well, maybe kind of a, a lesser offer on some of the best sellers or, or missed deals, almost like a, a second chance to buy. But I do this kind of like once the hype dies down, right? For those people that maybe clicked or added to car or started checkout, but didn't buy, basically the people that were like on the fence, um, kind of like the window shopper type folks, you maybe get those people over the edge with kind of like a, a personalized email of like, hey, we saw you looking at this. This is how many we sold. This is the feedback we got. I think you can kind of almost do like a cool BFCM recap and review type thing where you share like insider statistics on how things went. And that might prompt people to, you know, actually make a purchase. Um, and then, yeah, I, you know, a bunch of other ones were like sending kind of personalized product recommendations. So now that you know what people have bought, you can start sending them even more related and complimentary products that's personalized. So I think just because this period of time, you have so much data, you probably have more purchases in a week, two week period than you've had, you know, in multiple months, you just have so much data now. So, you know, sharing upcoming promotions and events, analyzing campaign performance, building out new segments to be able to have really kind of refined targeting. So, so those are kind of like the, the quick ones I had. Mm-hmm. I have, I have two. Yeah. Could be. First one. And I, and like, listen, I haven't actually done this because I had this idea three days ago <laughs> or actually on Friday. Um, and I told my copy MBA students, but, and I, I, again, this is not tested, but I think this might be interesting. And maybe you have opinions on this. When you have Black Friday, you have it, like you just said, a tranche of people, like let's say 30,000 people, if yeah. you're a really big fan, that all of a sudden discovered you, like, on Black Friday, because you were just running a bunch of ads or whatever, spending millions a day, and 
they all kind of bought at the same time the same products or whatever. Maybe maybe not thirty thousand. Maybe say five thousand people that discovered you, figured out who you are. Yeah, they all bought something on basically the same day. One thing I know about e-commerce is that like there's a very like predictable customer journey, especially if it's like a consumable, right? So if it's like a skincare product, you know exactly how long it's going to be until someone needs another one. Yes, I think it might be interesting to sort of segment together all brand new purchasers like first time purchasers on black Friday and then send them all like sort of like bulk deals. It's like, Hey, you're like, you're our, you're our black Friday cohort. You discovered it on this day. Like it's been three months. You, you know, you probably need more of whatever you're about to get. I know you can do that with flows and stuff like that, but just specifically for the black Friday people, you can speak directly to that thing that they all kind of have in common. You discovered us on the biggest day of shopping of the year. And so now it's time to keep it going. Um, might be interesting. Where it's just okay. like, you because you know exactly where they're at, you send big, you know, groups of emails to those people all at the same time. Um, and then the other one was uh, <clears throat> just like really brand focused stuff. Sorry, my dad's trying to call me all texting. Um, brand focused stuff where it's like if people buy on Black Friday, they're usually not buying because they love your brand. They're usually buying again the first time customers. They're usually buying because you have like a great deal. Um, and maybe they've heard of you kind of, but like they don't really know as much about you as someone who's been on the email list for like six months. And I think like spending the time between Black Friday and like maybe right before Christmas, um, because Christmas is shopping again. Like that's when everyone's buying stuff again, like last minute stuff. Yeah. But like maybe three, four weeks between that or two, three weeks um, is like when you start to do more branded content, like kind of telling people who you are and what you're about and show your personality a little bit. So yeah. people actually like you. And then um, same sort of thing in like January and February, because there's like really nothing to sell. There's no reason to buy. Um, so it's a good time to sort of like nurture and just make sure that people are like, like a fan of the brand and not just the 50% off deal that you gave them on Black Friday. Yeah, 100%. I like that. Cool. Um, all right. Last one is we got, we haven't done a LinkedIn biz update in, in three or four weeks. So um I don't know. Did you do anything on Black Friday for LinkedIn Viz? No? No. I was thinking about it, but I'm like, dude, we're selling pretty well right now. Things are going well. I don't want to cheapen the product any more than it already is. Like, I already feel like the pricing is very fair. Um, so I just didn't know what to do. So I didn't do anything. I'm like, I don't really want to come up with an offer that attracts the wrong people. The right people are finding it right now where, um, my team sent me an update maybe like two weeks ago. I haven't got one since, but we're at like 180-ish, 190-ish all-time people with 140-ish, 150-ish still active. So, you know, we, we have a really good base of clients right now and things are going really, really well. Um, and I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to like rock the boat. I didn't want to like discount it and to your point, like 30, 40, 50%, which would kind of be a BFCM deal. I didn't really want to, to do that. I don't really want a lot of people at 100 $200, $300 right now a month that makes sense i was thinking more of something because like you can discount it up where it's like um what you could do is uh like maybe three months for 997 whereas like people are still spending money but it's just people that maybe haven't like thought about your thing and um like like they're bulking it so they're still spending more like you're not getting people who can only afford a hundred dollars because they're not going to grow on linkedin anyway it doesn't even yeah, really yeah. but like if it's someone I don't know, kind of like you or me, where it's like they'd see something. It's like, oh, 997 for three months instead of, you know, what would it normally be? Fit, like basically 1500. Yeah, 1497. So you basically get like a free month if you sign up for three months. 
and then you get another like month out of them just so they don't leave. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I think the hardest part for me right now is like I've been doing this since April, so we have like seven months of data. I don't know just yet like what the LTV is. Like I want to like I think next year like I'll have a really good sense of like what are our numbers like where do people drop off? Like I've noticed right now like people and it's early like people either they cancel in their first month obviously they cancel right but people that make it past like month one or two tend to stay majority of the time like we have very few cancellations once people make it past like the two or three month mark they're kind of dialed in they get it we might have people like pause and then kind of come back because you know they went on holiday or you know bfcm was kind of crazy um but i think like once i know a little bit more around like lifetime value i can kind of be a little bit more strategic on like if i know people only stay three months you know maybe i try to get them to buy four months for the price of three so it feels like a good deal but i'm still getting the same dollar amount but i get it all up front right um mm-hmm. and maybe in that fourth month right they decide that they want to stay because they got a lot of value uh i don't know I'm, I'm thinking through a lot of this i just didn't have a good thing slash was on vacation mode and didn't really know what to come up with and didn't really want to sling some emails from the the pool or the golf course yeah it makes sense dude yeah um and dude it just goes to show you have a good product you know what I mean? Like, it means they're seeing growth. Like, obviously, they would be paying for it. Like, I kind of feel that way with my Instagram agency. Like, I pay them a lot of money, bro. Like, the the guys that do Cardinal Mace, I don't run any of that. I do my own stories, but like, they will repost my old TikToks and also tweets. They'll just write tweets for me. Um, and dude, like, they crush. Like, I've grown pretty decently. Like, not as fast as some people. Like, I'm not ripping Instagram like TikTok. But, you know, I've, I've done all right. And I, I originally, I thought like, all right, I'll just get them so that they can sort of like get me off the ground and I'll have them for like two months or whatever. And then just like, maybe I won't need them anymore, but dude, I still need them. I'm not yeah. going to fire them. Bro, it's addicting. Like once you feel that growth and that taste of success, you want more. I'm trying to find this, um, this tweet. Uh, I can't say her name, but Wiz of Ecom, his wife uh, joined our program for LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and she sent us a text yesterday. I can't say her name, but um, she sent us a text yesterday. Basically, was like, where was it? She goes, "Hey, um, yesterday's post had five thousand new impressions, brought me around fifty new followers. Baby steps, but growing fast. Thanks, guys. Also, um, you know, we've only been at this at a week, but I've already scored a promising lead, and I only have two hundred forty-six followers. Smiley face. So she started with us about a week, week and a half ago, maybe. You know, she's only sent over." I don't know, half a dozen posts, like, you know, one post a day for five to seven days. You know, she went from basically next to zero followers to now about 250, you know, 246 followers total. Um, But she's already gotten like a really good lead. So it just goes to show you that like followers are nice, but just like conversions are the holy grail. Had a couple other people say the same thing. and I don't know. It works. Yeah, bro. I love it. Let's keep it going. All right. Well, anything else? Man. Oh, good. This was a good one. All right. That wraps up for this episode of Diamond Download. If you enjoyed this, like, subscribe, follow Chase and me. We'll Cheers, see you next week. Bye.